to start with. We, we, I think we should do more follow-up ones as well because I think there'll be a lot of sure, questions. Sure, sounds good that. to me. All right, we'll start, yeah. record, we'll start recording then. Uh, yes, right. let me just say something. So... Put it on your channel as well if you want. What did, what did you want to talk about? Anything in particular or? Um, okay, so a couple things. I know we were talking about, um, I mean, I guess probably an easy Anything introduction, right? It's like, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we should probably talk about this later in the interview, but I, I want to thank you for a couple things. So, yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, no, I can start with like maybe my story or something. And then just, I know we touched kind of upon fasting as well. So let's, let's start with your story. Let's, let's go with that. Okay. Yeah, sure. Jump right in. Just um, so, tell us yeah, it. sure. So my name is Anastasia, uh, Anastasia Raw on uh, Instagram, or Anastasia Voss. And uh, I actually went vegan in 2004. Um, a friend of mine showed me a uh, factory farming video. Yes. And it was a, just a total surprise. <laughs> She's like, oh, watch my school project. So I watched the school project, and it was, it was basically like, you know, chickens and birds being killed. And I was like, wow. Um, I think when you see it in front of you, you uh and i certainly when i realized i had a choice i was like i don't want to i don't have to do this and i was in high school actually so i i stopped eating meat uh in high school actually so um but uh after that kind of fell into an eating disorder because i was kind of chubby and i just didn't i just wanted to be happy healthy and have freedom mm. you know and have it be easy what woman doesn't um yeah right <laughs> but yeah what man or woman doesn't but um especially women though it's like shouldn't be this hard you know so uh but um yeah so anyway so i just uh, i found that i was um i knew that uh so i read a couple of books um fit for life was one by yeah, harvey diamond something diamond harvey yeah diamond. yeah so yeah so that was a good one and then uh eat to live by dr joel Furman was a yes. really good one um so a couple of those books kind of were like the light at the end of the tunnel and uh i I knew it was possible to have that lifestyle where it was, you have happiness and health and freedom. And uh, it just, I just, it just didn't seem like it should be that much of a struggle. So I'd hit my weight goals and everything and just, it was an absolute struggle. And, um, and so I started down that path. And I remember when I first started going vegan, like outspoken, right? Like people like would harass me. Like I remember my brother was like, so why shouldn't I have dairy? And I didn't know how to explain it properly, yeah. right? I was literally reading the book. Uh, and, you know, later you learn like, okay, so it creates an acetide in the blood and, you know, it's more acidic. So it's, you end up peeing out most of the calcium and dairy, for example. And that's why he ended up with a skin condition. So now I can tell him all those things. But at the time I was like, I don't know. I just feel like it's good for the animals and good for uh, my health. So, yeah. Common you know, sense. kind of a step, a step at a time. Yeah. And just kind of crawling towards the truth. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. And then I actually, in... In 2000, I, I think I must have been one of your first subscribers, actually. <laughs> I reckon, I reckon. Because, yeah, yeah. Did you start your channel in, like, 2009? 2008. 2000, I remember you had a shaved head. 2008. Remember that one? You had a shaved head? Um. So I had, yeah, I had bangs and then super short on the sides. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But now, you, didn't you have it shaved <laughs> right off? really funny. I've never, I've never totally shaved my head, yeah. Really? Yeah. I was super close to it. Yeah. So I had like shaved on the sides. Of yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. On the, yeah. Sorry. On the sides. Big. Yeah. You had the shaved on the sides. Yeah. 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 So I, I, yeah, I shaved it everywhere, but except for the bangs. That's I was right. Just, That's right. <clears throat> I had a little bit of femininity, but, um, but yeah, so I, uh, I just remember watching, there wasn't that much information on YouTube even. There was not that much information. Just no. you had to really want it and search it and find it. So, 
Um, but I just remember, um, you know, a couple of your, especially the early videos, you're like working out in the, in the rain and stuff like that. And like, um, I just got glimpses of that life of like freedom and happiness mm. and health. And um, there was one video, you're talking about happiness, you know, and then, uh, and it just made sense to me. Yeah. You know, so I started following your videos and um, I'm very much of like a um, visual and auditory person. So I just, you know, so again, just a step at a time. And I remember the first time I had like a full bag of grapes. Yeah. And I was, I, I was anorexic before then. Uh, and I had this whole bag of grapes because it was like M&Ms are the grapes. And I literally had both them in front of me. I was like, this is it. This is the moment, you know, like I'm going to make the right decision. And I, I had the bag of grapes and like, I thought I was going to die because <laughs> like, yeah. there's so much more fiber, you know? Yeah. 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 And uh, I just, I just remember sitting in my basement or like my studio with the walls and everything. I'd like, I was like, I'm going to die. So, yeah. but obviously I didn't and it continued. And, uh, and so I just, um, it's been a journey, you know, but uh, sure. just, yeah, since then, and since then I've done, uh, two 500 mile bicycle tours uh one in honor of my grandma who had yep. passed away i did a marathon as a vegan in norway yep. um my cousin said it was impossible to be vegan in norway and i did it <laughs> yeah and i uh, recorded it um, and you, you look so healthy and vibrant you know you do you got thank like you, a real yeah. healthy glow like yeah you thank good. you well I, I feel good you know yeah. you got energy <laughs> so, yeah i think it all turned out yeah. You know, and, and something else that I, I figure since going vegan, I've noticed that uh, serendipitous events. Oh, yeah. You know, he probably knows. Yeah. yeah when you're on the right path. Yeah. So, um, so, I mean, I guess just on um, our experiences, kind of like how we've connected over the years. I remember I was living in New York City at one point and I was working at a juice bar and a yoga studio and I was walking down the street on my lunch break and I, you were like, you lived in like, you still live in Australia, you know? Yeah. So I'm walking down the street and I swear to God, I looked to my left and you walked out of this bookstore <laughs> and I was like, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, Durian Ryder, <laughs> yeah. so the timing and 7 million people in that city. Yeah, and I happened to, you know, and just other people and just other connections, but it's, it's a really, really awesome lifestyle on the spiritual yeah. level, saving the planet, saving your health, saving the animals. It's, yeah. it's just awesome. You it's know? Like, yeah. It's like a, when you really get into it, it's like a, it's like an adventure game almost, you know, it's like a rabbit, uh, rabbit down the rabbit hole, Alice in Wonderland sort of thing, you know, when she's walking through yeah. the maze and stuff. Like it's a, it's a big yeah, trip. It's, it's a, for me, it's a drug trip, really. I used to do a lot of drugs back in the day when I was a teenager and stuff and just experimenting with different types. But for me being, you know, not doing recreational drugs since 97, just being high on the serendipitous of the whole event. It's pretty crazy. It's just surreal. Yeah. yeah. Surreal. Yeah. So, yeah, so you, then you but, lived in New York and then you moved to Hawaii. Yeah. Yes, I did. Where are yeah, you now? You're so, in Maui? Um, yeah, I live on the island of Maui. Yeah. Nakaoi, it's the best island. That's what they say. Yeah. So I made it. Yeah, it was kind of a crazy story, actually. Um, how do you compare... I can tell you if you like. Yeah, we'll t how do you compare New York to Hawaii? I liked New York. Uh, like, f for food-wise or for culture-wise? Everything, or for... yeah. We'll start wherever. Sure. Um, cost of living? Cost of living is actually kind of similar. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, because yeah, they have to ship everything in. Mm. So, uh, I mean, there's plenty of land to grow things, but not a lot of people do grow things out here. Um, and a lot of the land is is purchased but unused. So if they did regenerative farming, for example, it, uh, not a lot of the fires that currently occur would occur. But I mean, just to boil it down to um, 
to the positives is New York City is amazing. There's tons of people, always stuff to do, acro yoga, I mean, biking, the yeah. West Side. I mean, there's just so many opportunities for job opportunities as well. Um, Maui is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, I swam with sea turtles today. Yeah. It's like beaches <laughs> down the road. You know, it, it really is paradise. And I, I have been dreaming about being here since I was five years old. Yeah. So it's another serendipitous kind of like phew, the dust settled and I lived here. Um, Price-wise, it's very similar though. It, yeah. This is one of the most expensive places to live in the entire U.S. of A. I think yeah. New York, California, and then Hawaii. Yeah. It's crazy. What are you, um, so you're, you're renting a room there in Maui or what's the deal? You got a place or what's the... Yeah, I know it looks like I'm in a cubby, but there's actually a whole apartment back here. So. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I rent a room. Uh, you know, and the prices are kind of similar to what it was in Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's just, you can live the life you want to lead wherever you are. Basically. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of surprised actually. Yeah. Uh, and there are jobs here, you know, and that, that's what I love about you, Anastasia, wherever you go, you just make a way, you know, you just, you're, you're like a yeah. winner. You just, you make it work. So yeah. Wherever, yeah. Thanks. Wherever yeah. you land, you land on your feet and you always, yeah, you true. look for ways to win. So I think that's so important in life. Have that winner yeah, mindset. It is. And, uh, yeah, have the Viking mindset, right? Yeah, yeah. and that's it. You're, so what about, the, how's the fruit, Maui versus uh, New York? Similar? Um, so, okay. So kind of like California, yeah. uh, New York City has a lot of demand. So they tend to get a lot of good quality fruit. Yeah. Uh, Hawaii is good. I mean, okay, there's a place called Honolulu Bay. Sorry, everybody for everybody who lives here for blowing this place up. But uh, Honolulu Bay is one of the most beautiful bays on the island. Yeah, and it's just the snorkeling is is top notch, and just there's papaya trees. I call it the Garden of Eden. You're like literally going through this like jungle forest that looks like, you know, just paradise with the sunlight filtering in through the trees, like mm -hmm. the soft moss and everything. And then there's there's uh, just tons of papaya trees. So if you want to, you can put a papaya tree in the ground, and within a year you have papaya fruit. Wow. Within a year. Uh, and there's like citrus and there's, uh, I mean, avocado trees are, you know, a lot of the people at work kind of bring them in and they try to give them away and stuff. So um, if you want to grow fruit here, you absolutely can. Hmm. Uh, most people go to Costco and the quality of fruit there is fine. Yeah. Know, so. Yeah. So America's yeah. amazing like that. They, they make yeah. it win as well when it comes to fruit pretty much most places. Yeah. Costco. Yeah. I think amazing. Costco is the biggest buyer of organic foods on, in America. It's crazy. Maybe in the world. Yeah, it's Costco. Yeah. I remember going to Costco in, in New York with Mike Arnstein. And uh, mm -hmm. it's just, just mind-blown how cheap things were, the organic scene. It's just, oh, and, and the berries. It's, just, it's, it's crazy. Costco in Australia, you, yeah. you wouldn't buy fruit from. Well, I've been there once. Oh, really? I've been there once <laughs> oh, in Australia, and I was like, oh, man, this isn't, this isn't Costco. This isn't Costco like in the USA. It's crazy over there. Yeah, it's funny. It's like, Tears uh, streaming down your face like ever again. Yeah, <laughs> I went there like... Three, it was almost three years ago. Never got, never went back. So this isn't Costco. Oh, yeah. wow. It looks like Costco. Where do you get most of your fruit? Yeah. Um, Where do you get most of your fruit in uh, Australia? Most of the fruit in Australia is grown in Australia, and that's why the fruit is such poor quality because most Australian farmers don't really know how to grow fruit. Um, but unlike in Mex the Mexicans or the Ecuador, they have more of a fruit culture, so they just mm -hmm. you know, more about quality fruit. Jamaica, etc. Mm -hmm. So or California fruit can be really good as well. But most fruit in Australia is very bland and you know, a lot of chemicals. Mm. It's generally pretty poor quality compared to USA. Mm -hmm. So many reasons, but yeah. So that's why if you're into raw yeah. food, America is definitely better or Thailand. 
it's, it's amazing. But yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah, having lived in New York City and California briefly before I came here and the, the fruit here is great. You know, where, where in California did I mean, you I, live? So, uh, so I owned a marketing company in the natural foods industry yeah. for the past five years in Connecticut with my boyfriend at the time. And that then was, um, uh, we yeah. wrapped up the company. Yes. What was that? Yeah, sorry, keep going. No, it's fine. And then we wrapped it up and I went uh, across the country to uh, Santa Rosa to actually work at a medically supervised water fasting center called True North. That's True North, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, you know, still respect them, love them. Uh, and then I went from there to Maui, yeah. actually. So. Very good. What's, um, and... Yes. How did you? I like California. That was a pretty good place to live around the Bay Area. You know, pretty progressive and good fruit markets. What do you think? Yeah, fruit's incredible. Yeah, yeah. no, it's 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 good. I mean, California. There's a lot. There's a lot that needs to be fixed, but like the, in terms of fruit quality and people that are uh, into a healthy lifestyle. I mean, it's just it's it's great. Yeah, Sebastopol and Santa Rosa and uh, Palo Alto, all those places. Woodside. Mm -hmm. I stayed in Woodside for a bit. I love the Bay Area. Berkeley, stayed in Berkeley. It was just, yeah, it's just wherever you go there, it's just pretty rad. Good for cycling, good yeah. for fruit, good for yeah, vegan, yeah. and uh, good vibes. Yeah, exactly. And a very similar weather to Adelaide, Australia. I, I enjoyed it there. Oh, really? Mm. Is that where you live, by the way? Adelaide? I mean, we're in Adelaide at the moment. Yeah, we're in Adelaide at the moment. And it's, oh, okay. it's pretty good weather here. Good for training and that. I wish we had the fruit of the USA, though. <laughs> you been, you been, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you go to the Berkeley Bowl in Berkeley? Oh, I don't know what that is. No. The Berkeley Bowl. That's, yeah, that's an incredible fruit store in Berkeley area. I think it's on Telegraph Road, Telegraph Street. But yeah, mm. Berkeley Bowl. That's amazing. Amazing. So tell us about... Um, yes, I was just doing a... There you go. You go. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I was just... Um, okay, so we're in quarantine right now. And so... Um, yeah, what's the I rules there? The what's creator. the rules there? Quarantine. What's the deal? Uh, so, so quarantine is basically like... Um, you are not supposed to go out unless it's to a grocery store. Uh, there, I've heard that they're doing checkpoints, but I've banana yellow Mini Cooper and I've been driving to like the beaches and stuff, and I, yeah. it's fine. I mean, you have to wear a, a mask in the stores, uh, which like, I don't know. There's like, it's fine here. Like if you okay, so if you go to the beach, you get a five thousand dollar fine if you're not in the water or out of the water. Like you have to be exercised. <laughs> I don't personally know anybody that's got arrested, but it's just, yeah, it's yeah. just like borderline un-American, like, yeah. I don't know. It's just intense, but it, it's honestly, it's been fine. I mean, it's, it's kind of like any day off that I've had, I just kind of ride my bike, go swimming, and then I just do my thing. Yeah, so you're allowed to, you're I haven't allowed... really noticed so much of a difference. Yeah, you're allowed to exercise, aren't you? Yeah, no, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's uh, like I said, it's, it's it's just like an extended day off for me. It's just bizarre. Yeah, but, it's, um, it's very, very weird. Yeah, so I guess it's like rules, but rules aren't really enforced. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't personally know anybody, but uh, I'm sure they're out there. Yeah. They're out there. But what I was going to say is actually, um, so now I have time to do creative projects. Yeah. So I was, uh, I wrote a couple songs and I, I've been recording a comedy sketch and I had somebody from LA visit me yeah. to play like Loki. So it's like a Viking, like a comedy sketch with like, you know, the God yeah. Odin and the God Loki and all this. Um, and uh, he lives in Hollywood. And so he came over. Yeah. And I was like teaching him how to go vegan, like, you know, sell all the benefits and all that. And he goes back to one of the best places to be a vegan. And I'm thinking like, hey, I should, I've never really been to LA. I should probably check it out. I mean, yeah. I wonder how it would be different from Maui. 
So LA's no, LA's just right. quiet. LA's all right. Um, I like LA, but the people there are different. Like I find them very, very <laughs> fake and <laughs> super fake in general. Social oh, yeah. climbing and stuff yeah. like that. But no, I, I had a good time in LA. I liked it. Good vegan scene there. Good mountains to explore. But yeah, no, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I think people forget that California is like seven hours from top to bottom. It's yeah. just in a massive state. I would rather live in so. probably Bay Area than LA. Yeah. Just the people are different okay, yeah, in LA. So. Just yeah, uh, yeah. don't know who's who. But uh, when, yeah. So tell us about your fasting experience or what did you want to talk about with that? Okay, so... Okay, so fasting has been... Kind of interesting. So, would you, if you, uh, would you so recommend 2000... fasting now to someone? Or if you, no, so if, if you could go back in a time machine, would, would, would you have fasted or would you have just want to witness okay. the fast? Um, what do you think? Okay, so so fasting has a lot of benefits, uh, especially working at the center you get to see. And when I was there in Costa Rica, like people, you can reverse diabetes in like 14 days or, you know, arthritis in like 14 days. You know, there are a lot of benefits to for different reasons. I know a lot of people nowadays are doing like intermittent fasting. So there are benefits to it. I fasted for 32 days on water, which is over a month. Wow. Um, made a whole video about it. But just imagine you don't eat food. You just drink water for <laughs> over minutes. a month. Right. So at the end, I mean, I was so, I was so weak that <laughs> no th- there was, <laughs> there was a woman there that um, she washed my hair for me. <laughs> At the very last day, because I, I was too weak to wash my own hair. Yeah. And I'll just never forget it. It was like the sweetest thing. Like she yeah. just, I just, I like cried. But it's like also emotionally, you're just so isolated. So like, would I recommend it? I think if you need it, sure. But yeah. do it in a medically supervised setting. Um, <laughs> Not a Doug Graham death I was, camp. I was fasting. Yeah, well, exactly. And this is where my, <laughs> this is where my like deep... <coughs> heartfelt thank you comes in yeah so i was fasting with with douglas graham yeah. and he's just a really awful man <laughs> like yes. i'm not i'm not a fan yeah. so when i was there um he took our money went to exercise basically didn't tend to us didn't do any of the medical testing that's necessary to make sure that people are safe yeah and i remember thinking i was like this like he's not really paying attention to us. And the interns would come in and kind of check our, you know, just check if we were okay and stuff. And, um, okay. Can I, can I tell you, can I tell you like, you should, you can say tell you, anything uh, like, you want to say. I think Doug, Doug just okay. quickly off the bat, Doug should have stayed a gymnastics coach, not a, not a fasting coach, you know? Right. Yeah. And like, when is he going to fix his finger? Like, can you tell me? <laughs> I, just, I just can't. Doug's too um, much of a tight ass to spend a thousand bucks to fix his finger. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, while collecting 13, 13 grand from young people. Right. So, um, you know, I was just really ready for, um, taking that lifestyle seriously. Right. And I was like, I was in New York city and I was, I was trying to be a raw vegan and I was, but I wasn't seeing, I was getting like a lot of fatigue. And so whatever, there was a lot of things that, and actually, um, I knew that you followed him and he was like, he was kind of had taught you some stuff. And so a I was lot, like, well, yeah, if Jen Ryder yeah. trusts him, then, yeah. and you weren't having retreats at the time or whatever. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to do something significant now. I'm going to go on a retreat. So I decided to do it with him. I didn't actually know him personally that well, but, um, so it was like a really cultish atmosphere and like just unsafe to say anything. So after the fast, 
I was really afraid to lose a lot of the benefits that I had. You know, I had fasted over a month. Like, are you kidding? I didn't yeah. want to go back and like start eating chocolate chips or start just just lose all the benefits that I had. And we didn't have any guidance. Mm. So I remember like at, at lunchtime specifically, I like I asked him a question and he ignored me. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I said it loudly enough, you know, it's a question that we're all asking, you know, so I are asking in our heads. I was like, hey, Doug, like, how do we how do we maintain our benefits after this? And he heard me and I could see that he heard me. And then he turned his back to me and started a conversation with somebody else on purpose. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, you fucker. <laughs> we spent too much money to be here. Yeah. And like, you know, and I was just I was just sick of it, honestly. And because he, he does that a lot when he doesn't like that you're asking me a question. I mean, you know him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he would turn away. And it's like. Bro, anyway, so I really needed the help. So I started to cry, actually, because I just, I really didn't know what to do. And I just really was so scared about losing those benefits because yeah. I had spent, you know, spending the money and like the time and just. It's a fair question. I put my life on the line. It's yeah, it's right. And it's like, you know, do you eat once a day? Do you eat twice a day? Like, what are your habits? Do you eat more greens than yeah. fruits? Like what? I needed a plan, some structure, some help at all. Mm. And so I, I, I started crying and he was like, um, he was like, oh, come with me. And he was just so pissed off that I'd asked him a question and that he, I had embarrassed him in front of everybody. Yeah. So he pulled me into his bedroom, yeah. which like, whatever, like just so sketchy. But anyway, so he pulls me into his bedroom and you're gonna understand the full gravity of this actually. You're like the only person in the universe who's gonna understand. Um, so I, he was like, well, what are your goals? I was like, I'm just, I'm just scared to lose these benefits. I've been fasting for over a month. I feel weak. I don't want to go back to New York city to my nighttime job and just lose all the health that I've attained here. Mm. And, uh, you know, I felt weird for crying. I just, it was just a very vulnerable moment. Yeah, and normal. he was like, well, what are your goals? Yeah. yeah. What are your goals? Like, who do you want to, who do you want to look like? <laughs> That's my And line. I said, yeah. right. Okay. And I go, I want to look like Freely. Yeah. Not crazy. Okay. Yeah, pretty, like it's just yeah, a flat yeah. stomach. Yeah. Right. So, and yeah. he, he, he goes, you will never look like Freely. <laughs> you will never look like Freely. And I just like, yeah. I was just so vulnerable. And like, it was just such a, I don't know if he said it just to hurt me. I'm pretty sure he did. But like, it was just such a decisive, incisive comment. Yeah. And it just, he was so convinced that I would never get to my goals. And like, you know, it's just flat stomach, perky, bum, yeah. you know, fit body, happy, yeah. happy, healthy freedom. Yeah. I was literally in front of him being like, I just want happy, healthy freedom. And yeah. he was like, you will never get there because you embarrassed me in front of everybody else. <laughs> and it just, no, yeah. honestly, during Rider, no, seriously, it like broke me. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know if people paid attention to my channel, but like I went home to New York City and like. I just heard his voice in my head, like, you will never reach your goals. And like, I just, I ended up regaining weight out of stress. Like I went to the next Woodstock Fruit Festival because I'd been to every single one since the first. And it was just like, I had this cognitive dissonance of like, here's this leader of the moment that I can't even complain about. Like I tried to tell people in the movement, I tried to tell Megan Elizabeth's boyfriend. Yeah. Like I, I tried Joey. to tell a yeah. couple people and be vulnerable, yeah. yeah. And just all of them would like, they were like, oh, I don't feel like I can, I don't feel like I can, like, I think he literally like walked away from me and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, what? I thought these people were my genuine friends that we could connect over health. I'm like, it just, between, between not being able to say anything publicly 
and then not being able to confide in anybody. Yeah. And then to have this like cultish leader that like after a month of indoctrination and he tells me I cannot reach my goals. It just, it broke me. It yeah. broke me. And even to, to this day, I'm like, when I post stuff, I don't post as regularly as I could. Even glowing with health, as you said, like, thank you. Because I just, it's this voice of like, you will never reach your goal. But that, yeah, that's, so yeah, if I can chime in, um, knowing Doug, was, what year was that? Yeah. Was that 2013? No. When was that? That was 20, there was the year before every, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, like. Doug doesn't really know how to train people anyway. Like he's he's good at gymnastics. He can teach people handstands, but he doesn't really understand how to get people in good shape. You know, he he doesn't he just starves people basically. You know, he does water fasting, makes money that way, which is the worst way because it just gives you adaptive thermogenesis. So, and that's why Freely held her weight for so long because she was into the fasting thing, you know, and calorie restricting, having zoodles for dinner instead of real noodles. Um, so Doug is a uh, you know, Doug's great for gymnastics. He's great for you know, getting people into fruit and stuff like that. But in terms of a, a people person, um, he's you know he, he's very easily uh, what's the word? He can get hangry. He can he doesn't know how to deal with women very well, and yeah. uh, he, he doesn't really, doesn't really know how to deal with women at all. Really, <laughs> just ask his wife. But you know, <laughs> so yeah, he he uh, and he's he's too money focused. And he's, you know, he's, I think he's just too, uh, just too hangry, you know, too hangry to be a person who can really open up and, and talk. And he's, he's too, uh, yeah. too hangry. So yeah, he's not well, a Well, you good... know what's funny is like, yeah, I mean, I just, I have thought since then, like if he had just told me to do exactly his protocol, I would have been like the most dedicated. Anyway, it was just a missed opportunity, but um, yeah, I mean. That's, so, it's it's not really a missed opportunity, it's, it's learning, you know, it's learning. Like Freely had to do all the fasts and the under eating and all that stuff to learn that's not the path. Like I would be giving her advice and she'd be like, no. And I'm like, well, look at me. I'll weigh less than you. Like, listen to me. She's like, oh, you know, but you're a guy. And so, so it, took, it took Freely many years before she even listened to me, even though we lived together 24-7. And, uh, and that would do my head in. But then eventually she started listening to me. She started and cooked food and um, even before me and just, you know, carving up and things like that. And then... Uh, you know, I remember one time when we started eating cooked food back in 2010, like cooked starches, and we were doing potatoes. She was doing potatoes, and I'm like, let's just start doing rice. It's a lot easier. It's like, no, rice is, rice is shards of glass. You know, and I'm like, you really think rice is the same as glass? And and she actually believed it. And I'm like, man, come on, that, that's so dogmatic, man. That's nonsense. I'm, like, I'm, I'm eating rice tonight anyway. I just want to have it for years. I want to try it out. And I felt fine mm-hmm. on it. And then, uh, so she started eating rice, and... And then her weight just you know, started dropping right off because she was getting all these consistent glucose calories in. And we started adding refined sugar, and then just whoosh, just just trimmed right right down like she's never ever been before. And also with the, with the energy without having to starve. And so that took her a few years right. to really heal from the fasting and under eating on raw food. And uh, yeah, I remember Freely was seventy three kilos at one point, one hundred sixty five centimeters tall, seventy three kilos. It's like what's that one fifty something pound one sixty. You know, mm-hmm. and that was all on just raw food, and there was no sneaking going on because we were we were together twenty four seven. You know, exactly. she, was, she was having tomatoes yeah, and zoodles yeah. and figs and you know oranges and seventy three kilos. It was amazing. So learning that about adaptive thermogenesis that it's not about your calories, it's more about your hormones. And so when people, yeah, Doug is right in that you'll never ever look like freely, girls out there. If you do water fasting, you, it, it'll just you know it, you can over time, but it's going to take you a couple of years to heal from the water fasting. 
That's why no one who does Doug's advice is in real tip-top shape, really. Or I should say, not tip-top, but like, you know, super, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, Roz, his wife, she's not fat, but at the same time, she's not, you know, she's not going to be looking mm. like a marathon runner sort of thing. So, yeah. yeah so, yeah. that's why I... I yeah, and it shouldn't be that hard. No, it, it's... I like your addition to the sentence, if you follow his advice. Like, yeah. yeah. I know it's great. You know, so he he left that bit out. He's, he's told a half-truth, you know. Because <laughs> he doesn't... He's never created yeah. anyone to look like freely. You know what I mean? He's never done that. So, how yeah. do you know? So when he says you he never... really didn't like you guys, by the way, I mean like not no, that didn't. we have to talk drama. I'm like, That's okay. Drama is part of the but... community, you know, and I think drama is good <laughs> because it, it just you know let's, people can see what's behind the curtain, and if you know what's behind the curtain, then you can go, okay, this is this is how it is. So you know, so this is all good. This is this is human interactions, and it's not making up stories. You know, drama is bad if it's lying. That's not cool, but if it's a true event, then it's fine to share your experience. And see, so yeah, Doug didn't yeah, well, like I just wanted, me, uh, but even though I created I just wanna, his audience massively. Go ahead. What did you say? Oh, you, you go, you go. Well, I was just going to say, I just want to take this moment to, like, thank you. I mean, I'm just going to, like, through through Zoom, like, just thank you so much for exposing him for what he was the year after. Because, like, I couldn't say anything. And, like, so many people that he had heard that I spoke to couldn't speak up. <laughs> And you did. You broke the steel on that. And like, yeah. thank you so much. You've saved so many women yep. from him. You've saved so many people. And like, I don't know if you've ever heard it from me, but thank you, Darren Ryder. Thank you so much. You saved so many people. And I just, yeah, I don't know. I saw the drama and I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So, yeah. I, I was, I said that I wanted to help Doug as well because his program don't work like that with the fasting. You know, I don't rate it. You know, I mean, you're saying before you can cure arthritis and diabetes, that's true, but then people go back to their old lifestyle and those things come back. You know, fasting, yeah. for me, from what I've saw, you know, being at Doug's place in Costa Rica, fasting is a break from people's bad lifestyles. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a quarantine from your bad lifestyle. It's not a cure-all. So as soon as you go back home to your bad lifestyle, it's all coming back. Everything's coming back, you know. People, people think I'm going to fast yeah. for two weeks or a month or 10 years but as soon as you go back to your old lifestyle, it's all coming back, you know, plus one typically for a lot of people, for a lot of situations. So my goal... Yeah, I mean, you have to have a plan. Yeah, my goal wasn't really to expose Doug. It was more to help him have a better program because I saw too many people just dropping off the whole fruit or the, the vegan lifestyle from doing that. And I'm like, no, this is wrong, you know. And going to Woodstock Fruit Festival, which was a fantastic experience for me, I learned so much going there, giving all those talks, and uh, I had a great time. Yeah, but just hearing people's stories as well, I was just like, man, like, you know, I remember meeting one lady, she had chopped her hand off, you know, she was trying to do raw food, and uh, she was sneaking on it, and she chopped her hand off, and I remember saying, this is this is one of those serendipitous moments, she had, her, she had a, a scarf around her arm, so I couldn't see that her hand had been chopped off, but she's like, you know, I just come back from McDonald's, and I'm like, but where, Woodstock Fruit Festival, she, and I'm like, what did you have, because I had like Big Macs and stuff, and milkshakes, and I'm like, well, yeah, you should have gone and go get some vegan food or something, some rice. He goes, no, no, raw is law, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, no, 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 like, I'm like, if your goal is weight loss, like, look at me, look at Freely, look at blah, blah, blah. Like, listen to me, you know, like, this is it. And she's all, and I'm like, what are you, you going to do? You're going to chop your hand off? You know, I just said it like that. And then she's like, mm -hmm. she goes, I've already done that. 
And I'm just like, what the <laughs> fuck? You know what I mean? And, and oh, no. I was just like, okay. That's crazy town. Yeah, that was insane. And I can't even believe that even happened. And she literally chopped yeah. her hand off. She obviously had some, you know, some challenges upstairs. Yeah, but she, that's how full on she was trying to do raw food. Yeah. That the, She chopped her right hand off because that was the hand that was feeding her. You know, that's how desperate. What year was some, that? That was 2013, I reckon, 2012 or 2013. Maybe, no, it was, yeah, it was 2012 or 2013, you know. So it was, that's when I realized how hardcore women are. Women will do the craziest things yes. for weight loss. More than yeah. men, more than men. Well, it's true. It's true because it's like, it's life or death, right? I mean, it's it's the quality of your life or the, I don't say the right to it's live It's not life it, or death, like, but it, people make it life or death. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's literally the quality of your life and just the magnitude of it is like, it's not just about, it's not just about, I mean, it is significant weight loss or like, you know, to look great. Yes, to, it's a social currency. It's narrative. How you compose yeah, yourself. Yeah. yeah. And also, you know, it's just how you feel about yourself in daily life, how you, what you choose to do. If you're overweight, are you going to go outside? If you're underweight, are you, or if you're the appropriate weight, you'll go out for a bike ride. You'll like enjoy your life. You'll do the things that you truly want to do instead of putting them off. So it is, it is a path to living the life that you want is to potentially have a healthy body. I yeah, mean, that's but, pretty basic. Yeah, it is. I agree with that. But I'll also add as well, this is where we get to the bit more of a deeper conversation is that I know plenty of women out there and men who have this, you know, ascetic goal body, but they're massively depressed, you know, and many of them commit suicide. Mm. I've, I've known people who had, you know, really ascetic physique or money or fame and, you know, and slim and, and they've actually literally committed suicide. And we know that in Hollywood yeah. as well. We know that on Instagram. We know that some YouTubers who are, you know, got big subscriber base or fame or whatever, and they kill themselves. So it's often people think, you know, if I have that you know, dream body, I'll be happy. Oh, no, no, you won't. If you're not happy now with the body you have, you'll never be happy because you're putting happiness. You're, the reason why you, no one will ever be happy is because they're pinning happiness on a result versus just a life, just being, just being alive. So if your results-based happiness when you no longer have results, you won't be happy. Because maybe you'll, you'll get your result and then the human brain will like, okay, what's next? What's next? Mm. And so then you'll be like, you have to turn the bright light on and uh, <laughs> realize that that's, that's not happiness. Serendipity. Yeah, happiness is just, yeah. uh, you know, being alive. Happiness is wanting what you've got. Depression is wanting something else and focusing on that. So that's what I tell people as well. Because I've, 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 you know, been around the world a lot and i've met some really you know good looking guys and really good looking gorgeous girls who were depressed out of their brain and they had money and rich mm -hmm. parents and no ever struggles really at all and just totally depressed on medications or on and off street drugs and so people out there listening thinking oh when i get my dream body or when i look like freely or look like someone such and such or whatever that ain't that ain't gonna cure your depression at all. If 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 in fact I would say it would make your depression even worse. You know, I would even say that freely would be happier back in the day than now today. You know, if you look at a face, that'd be pretty evident. And, and a lot of people out there, and that's not me having a dig at anyone. That's just saying that people out there who are trying to chase happiness through weight loss, <laughs> no, that's the worst because it's it's not the it's not the way. Yeah, it, it well, you hear happens. a lot of people say that, for example, like the training for the marathon is better than the marathon itself. Like the marathon's a great experience, having yeah. done one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the training for it, who you become, that's you right. know, the progress is happiness in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. Who you're becoming as a person, your energy levels, your passion for life—that's way more important. Um, even when I'm looking, um, 
you know, like, what's the word? You know, let's say hypothetically I was looking for a girlfriend, you know, one of the first things I would look for wouldn't be aesthetic. I mean, that's, everyone likes nice looking people. That's just human nature. But I'll be looking for someone with, you know, with mood, you know, good mood and good state of control in their mental aspects. That's like a priority because I've been around a lot of people and, you know, guys and girls who are maybe ascetic or had fame or whatever. And I'm like, I don't really want to hang around this person because this person's like so depressed, you know, they're so down, they're so ungrateful and they're so whining. And I'm like, oh man, Mm -hmm. I can't do this. Well, and you just got to it. Gratitude is like a superpower. It's amazing. Yeah. Changes the quality of life in like a second. Yeah. So. That's, the, so that's the focus there. But if, if people want weight loss tips, then yeah, just don't do a water fast. And if you do, expect it'll take a couple of years for your body to, to go back to that, um, to your yeah. ideal. Well, that's why I liked, um, yeah. And uh, that's why I like True North, right? So a place like that. You just people to eat afterwards, right? And so they promote things like potatoes or rice or squash and, you know, eating like that. And then they also have doctors there that are going to check you. Yeah. They have therapists there. They have... I mean, if you're going to do it at all, that's a way to do it right. Mm. I mean, they even have people that they admit that never fast at all. And they're fine with that too. The whole point for them is to eat vegan. And that's what I, you know, have helped people with. It's just like transition to vegan, make it fit with for your lifestyle. You know, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to supervise a 32-day water fast. Like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, but it's like, um, yeah, keep going. No, but I just, you know, there's a way to do these things right. And I, I think it comes down to you know, what is it? Attitude of gratitude, as well as, you know, having that healthy lifestyle that you can actually sustain and a vegan lifestyle that you can actually sustain. Yeah. Not fast for a ton of days. And then like you said, kind of fall off the bandwagon because it's so restrictive. It's never enough. 